Well, thanks for tuning in, and let's get it started. My name is Michael Mullis, president of a company called Mortgage Teacher. And, well, that's exactly what we do. We teach you different things about mortgages. I know we've got some new time slots here, Saturday morning and Sunday just before the great show. So anyway, I want to say thank you very much for tuning in. And we're going to do what we always do and kind of teach you interesting ways to save you interest. And of course, what is trending? So don't have to take it for myself, guys. Feel free to Google search mortgage teacher. Look for it. Look it up yourselves. See what, you know, London and surrounding area. See what they're saying about us. Uh, we're here to help folks. It's been tough for a lot of years. We didn't really know where to go for, for mortgage advice. And, uh, you know, I've said it before. I'm uh, 44 years old. And even the way banking has changed, even through COVID, I have uh, noticed some huge changes. For example, you know, let's just think about banking and how it's changed. If you had an opportunity to invest, okay, so say you had $100,000, would you walk into your branch and say, invest this, please? Maybe, but likely not. It seems like more people I talk to, they have a relationship. They were referred by someone they know that's successful. Maybe a family member is taking care of their book. But typically, I find when people have their assets and their investments, a relationship is very important. Um, When it comes to, you know, car insurance or life insurance plans, we don't really go into our branch to get our life insurance. We don't go in to get our car insurance. Like, geez, okay, so those are all things that are important as we're older and we don't use our branch's advice to get it. Well, then I started thinking, what about car loans? Wow, has that changed? Back in the 90s, when I went to go get my first car, it was go into the bank, get pre-approved for $8,000, and then, you know, go to the auto trader and try to find a vehicle under eight grand. But those times have changed too. I go into, you know, a dealership, and they end up putting three different loans in front of me. I choose this one. So, you know, lo and behold, there's a Bank of Montreal payment coming out of my TD account later on. And guess what? I don't care. It's just a car payment. It's a payment coming out. But it's funny how we don't go into the bank to get a auto loan anymore. We go straight to the dealership. Hmm. Okay, so now we don't use the bank's advice for investing. We don't use the bank's advice for insurance. We don't use the bank's advice for car insurance. We don't use the bank's advice for car loans. We use the dealership. Hmm. What the heck? Well, credit cards. I mean, hey, we all teach our kids to go and grow their credit, right? Go get a credit card. And of course, I would walk into my bank and get a credit card, and I do, but I see a lot other credit cards coming in. I mean, maybe we don't even take the advice from the the bank for a credit card. Maybe we go to Costco and get a credit card. Uh, maybe we have a Walmart card. Heck, I saw a credit card that had a Toronto Maple Leafs logo on it. And somebody ordered online. So really, if you want to build your credit, you don't really need the institution to even go get a credit card. So let's get this straight. We don't use it for assets. We don't really use the bank's advice for you know car loans or even credit cards. So mortgages. Mortgages is the last thing that we really don't know where to go to keep that relationship. That's what it is, folks. Just like your financial planner for investing, it's longer term. That's the way you should handle. That's what we offer here at Mortgage Teacher. It's a relationship. That's that's the first thing I say to people when I start talking. It's a free service, so you're not paying me to do it or paying us to do it. So therefore, it's free advice. And it's quite simple. Take it or leave it. If you don't want to take it, no obligation, no problem. Let's not waste your time. Okay, that's what we're here to do. Now, we do deal with every banking institution. 
And a lot of us think, you know, we got the big five. We all love the big five. I agree. But there's other banks stepping up. Now, what is it to be a bank? Well, first of all, it means you were approved by OFSI. That's who governs the banks. Okay. Now, when you're approved by OFSI, that means you're allowed to do what? Just like we talked about. You're allowed to give a mortgage. You're allowed to lend out a car loan. You're allowed to invest in mutual funds through the bank. You're allowed to have a savings account. See, that's why banks love being banks because they have multiple streams of income. And mortgage teacher works very well with the banks. It's all on efficiency. If you can give the bank money, but you know, not waste their time, actually save them money by letting them make money, then that can work. And that's what we do here smartly at mortgage teacher. Okay, so let's talk about that a little bit, though, about how many banks there are, because we see much more banks stepping up. Um, There's actually 36 companies in Canada that have a bank status. Okay, there's that many. Um, Now, there's National Bank. We start to see some branches popping up in the London area. We see advertisements of HSBC Bank, Laurentian Bank. So just to name a few outside of the big five. Okay, now let's set them aside. And then we have trust companies. Well, hold on. What's a trust company? I've never heard of these guys. Exactly. They don't have TV commercials. They don't have branches because they don't have an off-sea bank status. So what I mean by that is all they're allowed to do is trade in mortgages. Trust companies are only allowed, they're not allowed to do all the other revenue things. They're only allowed to do mortgages. So to name a few, First National, a lot of people around here may have heard of them. I would say they're Canada's biggest trust company. I think they're over 120 billion in funded mortgages. This is a big player in mortgages, but meanwhile, you may not have heard of them because they don't do TV commercials. They don't care. They just focus on a good mortgage. Okay. I would say, to be honest, there's probably about 10 trust companies worth talking to. First National, you might have heard of MCAP. I know somebody brought a statement in the other day from about, oh, geez, 15 years ago. First line mortgages. You remember those guys? That was a very strong trust company and then eventually gobbled up by CIBC. Okay. So let's move your 10 trust companies over, add them to your 36 banks of choice. And then, of course, we have credit unions living down in these parts. You know, I got a trailer park out near Port Dover I've helped out. Maybe it's a a house that you live down here, but you got a cottage on the French River, water access only. And, you know, we have to talk to Kawartha Credit Union. Credit unions are pretty decent. They're they're what we call niche. They kind of work within certain perimeters. Definitely one of them is you have to be within bricks and mortar. You have to be local to the credit union. That's one of the catches. Meridian Credit Union, your neighborhood credit union, Libro here in town. These are some strong credit unions, just to name a few. Hmm. Getting a little dry. Sorry about that. So as far as all the lenders you have to choose from, this is what Mortgage Teacher teaches you right there. We have all of those different banks, trust companies, and that to choose from. Now, Here's what's been trending and going on a lot lately. And I want to talk to this before, you know, I'll bring it up before we head into the break and I'll bring it up after. But I have a fantastic example of somebody that didn't know they needed help. And wow, lo and behold, I've talked about it on the show the last couple weeks and it's all about being results focused. And that's what we focus on here. It's not shop for the lowest rate, shop for the lowest rate. Yes, our, our grandparents taught us shop around for the lowest rate. The problem is, folks, that was when it was 8%. 
Then the rate started to go down to five. Then we started to see 4%, then 3%. Now we're fighting with two and one. The problem is when we keep telling our kids to go chase the lowest rate, they chase the rate and they follow it with the payment. And that's the problem that I'm seeing. The low rates are here, folks. In fact, we've even had some increases in the fixed rates. So perhaps some of those low rates are already gone. And I'm going to leave you with this question. There's two kinds of Canadians that we're going to run into in the future. Okay? And one of them is going to come back and go, Hey, mortgage teacher, remember when the interest rates were under 2%? Oh my gosh, life was great. I, I, my payment was only $1,200 a month and now it's 2000 Oh, life was so fun back then. Or are you going to be this Canadian? My mortgage teacher, remember when the rates were under, you know, 2%? Wow, we really took advantage and paid off an additional, you know, $65,000 and now we don't owe much on our mortgage. See, which Canadian are you going to be when we look back at these historical low rates? That's the question you want to ask yourself. Do you want to be Canadian number one that just enjoyed the time while it was cheap? Or do you want to be Canadian number two that took advantage of the low rates? And those are the plans we teach here at Mortgage Teacher. Again, I'm Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And after this break, we're going to come back to, you know, see some of the results that we see coming in this office. So please stay tuned in. We'll be right back after this message. Hey guys, Michael Mullis here from Mortgage Teacher. And we're coming back to the show. So if you're still tuning in, thank you so much for not changing that dial, clicking that button whatever we may do, swiping. <laughs> but anyway, what we were talking about before the news break, and I want to get back to that because it's kind of a hot topic, is, you know, the low rates are here. We've been chasing them for years. We've always been shop around for the lowest rate. Well, that's exactly what we do for you and do it for free. But more importantly, that's not the plan anymore. It's what are the results? Now that they are here, the low rates are here, folks. The lowest rates ever are here and might have even just passed us because we've already had the fixed rates go up a little bit. Okay. So what I mean by that is we've always, I was raised always shop around and look for the lowest rate. Well, that's when rates were 8%. Then they came down to five, then three, two, one. And here we are, you know, 2% rates. So the question is, what are we going to do with them? And just before the news break, I asked you a good question. You know, what Canadian do you want to be? Because we're only going to run into two in the future. One type is going to be, oh, remember when the rates were under 2%? My payments were so low, so enjoyable. Life was so much easier then. Of course, your mortgage was only, you know, say $1,200 a month. Okay. Now, and then what happens is if rates go up, we're going to look back and say, oh, geez. Remember in War Canadian number two, like I said, they're going to look back and say, at least while rates were low, we took advantage and paid off a lot of our principal. Okay, now think about it, guys. We have a stress test, a stress test since 2016. That is at 4.79%. So if you're doing a calculator right now and saying, hmm, how much can I afford? You should be typing in 4.79. Now say that payment comes out to $2,800. That doesn't mean you have to pay $2,800 because obviously you're going to get a rate much lower than 4.79. But that's helping you set the bar. That's teaching you, you should be able to afford 4.79 and so therefore $2,800. And if your payment's only $2,200, what we teach here is to put that $600 a month away into another bank account called the incubator strategy, somewhere else to warm up so you can put that down on your mortgage later. And this is exactly what we do, folks. This seems like there's about what, 300 and some odd agents and advisors here in London trying to give you a mortgage. Well, 
you want to know what? We're going to take a different spin on it here at Mortgage Teacher. We're here to help you get rid of the mortgage. And all of that is free. I'll give you a good example. Somebody came into the office this week, and if you have a pen and paper, please scribble this down and learn some numbers because this is eye-opening. This is a client that, sorry, clients, that they sat down and they didn't really need my help. They were up for renewal. They're like, no, 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 we're, we're handling everything. Their house is worth about, you know, 850, questionable, maybe even 900,000. No problem there. And their mortgage is only 200,000. Okay. Now they do have another line of credit because the bank said, well, here you go. If you need 94,000 to, to build a shop, here you go. So they of course have one of these all in one line of credit attached to the mortgage, which is very handy nowadays. But sometimes when you borrow that money, that ends up being at prime plus and compounded 12 times a year. So here's what we have in front of us. Okay, guys, we've got a mortgage for 200,000. They're paying, you know, uh, let's say about $950 a month. They have a line, another line of credit attached to that to build the shop for about 94000 And then they only have two other vehicle loans, $15,000 each. You know, they're paying the average payment, you see, maybe 270 a month and then another 150 a month. So these are, you know, normal, uh, some debt there, maybe $10,000, but, you know, they're picking away at that. So this is somebody that has a lot of equity in their house, you know, two vehicle loans, and things are rolling pretty smooth. They said, Michael, we don't really need your help. We can afford your payments. So much like Canadian number two, I was just teaching you guys. We got to look at it this way. So I looked at the numbers and we added up how much they're paying monthly. So, you know, 457 a month on this and 473 biweekly on this mortgage payment, and 150 a month on that. Basically, if we add up the monthly payments, they're paying $2,424, $2,400 a month. And if you add up totally what they owe, I don't care if you owe your money in a mortgage, if you owe your money in a car loan, if you owe your money in a line of credit, if you owe your money on a visa, debt is debt, folks. I don't care what formula you want to borrow that. They're all just different formulas of different interests. That's fine. But debt is debt. So it's not like one is better than the other. Now, if you borrow for tax deductions, that's different. That's tax deductible. But I'm debt is debt. And now we all know mortgages typically, usually are the cheapest way to borrow money. The compounding is only twice a year, not 12, and they're typically the lowest interest rates, okay? So with that all being said, if we add these people's numbers up, they're paying 2,400 today towards $355,000. So I don't care that they only owe 200,000 in the mortgage, they have another $150,000 in debt outside of that, that, you know, the line of credit, the vehicles, everything's going smooth. But here's where we start to look a little deeper. The results. Remember what I always say, folks. It's the results. Be results focused. Now that we invest our money, me, my family, I, I look at the results. But how come on my debt, I don't look at the results? I asked over 300 people in a row, how much do you pay off a year in principle in your mortgage? And we just got our year-end statements. That's what I've been raving about on the show lately. It's just saying, you know, what? how much are you paying off? And you guys have been answered great. A lot of people have reached out to say, I'm paying this much off. I'm paying that much off. So listen to this. These guys are paying $9,300 off on the mortgage. Plus those vehicle loans are coming down. We added it up to about $16,000 a year. So here's what they're doing now. And if they say, Michael, I don't need your help. I'm going to just keep going as is. Here's what they will do. In the next five years, they will continue to pay $2,400 towards $355,000. And they will be paying off about $15,000, $16,000 a year. There you go. That's what they're going to do. Or 
I rewrote it in a different way just to see. And if you kept paying 2400 or even, you know, 1212 bi-weekly because they like a bi-weekly, but let's call it 2400 towards 350 and we put that all into one mortgage amount, but the, they keep paying 2400 as they are today. Are you ready for this, folks? They won't be paying $16,000 off per year. They will be paying $24,000 per year. That's right. $24,000 per year. So let me get this straight. They sat down with us. They didn't need really any help. They were affording their payments. They got the line of credit payment. They got the vehicle payments. Everything's rolling along smooth. And they're paying $2,400 towards $355,000. But we look deeper into the results and they're only paying off sixteen grand. If we rewrite this for a new five-year plan, keep paying $2,400 the same as they are today, so I don't even need them to pay more, okay? They would pay off $24,000 per year. That's $8,000 more per month doing the exact same payment as they are today, owing the exact same amount of debt as they are today. Folks, that's an $8,000 difference per year of just shifting the money from interest to principal. These are the type of the results we're seeing here at the office. I could sit here and do shows and just, we see about seven of these a day of fantastic results that it just blows my mind that when we become results focused on our debt and we focus how much we're paying off per year, how big of a difference we can make instead of just letting some graph and you know going to some calculator it spouts it spits out a payment you know seven hundred and twelve dollars okay i can afford that and then carry on that's not what we want to do while we have these low rates it's time to be aggressive take advantage and pay down the debt that's exactly the techniques strategies with automation that we create here at mortgage teacher uh, maybe you're a little high tech than your average mortgage brokerage i get it but that's why we do that on a positive way to help remind you like I said earlier in the show, folks, everyone's out to give you a mortgage. That's easy. Who's going to help you get rid of it and build a plan and follow up and be, like I said earlier, a relationship? You want to buy that rental down the road to create the tax deduction? You get to continue your story with Mortgage Teacher. You want to buy that cottage and rent it out as an Airbnb and start to make a tax deduction but have a retirement home at the same time? Mortgage Teacher is here to help you fulfill that plan and be your relationship. And all of this is free, folks. Again, mortgageteacher.com. Just Google Mortgage Teacher. But we're here to help. I hope that helped today and hope to talk to you soon.